And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords with Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Lena. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. I uh, hope you had a good one too. Did I see you I somewhere? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it hasn't been that long since we saw each other. No, it really hasn't. Happy Monday, nonetheless. A brand new week. <laughs> Let's get our listeners caught up with the major headlines this morning. This is our first pick of the day. Teacher walkout. So tensions are rising in the education sector as many teachers across the country prepare to participate in a large-scale rally today. It aims to commemorate the recent suicide of young teachers, advocate for improved protection of their rights in the workplace. It had reached a boiling point. I think that's agreeable. Teachers call for protection to their to do their job better, essentially. Yeah, that's right. Uh, teachers of some uh, 30 schools nationwide are planning rallies in front of the National Assembly as well as uh, elsewhere after a memorial ceremony is held. Now, those in other schools are moving to participate by uh, basically taking annual leave uh, today. Uh, today marks the 49th day since the death of this uh, young teacher at a Sotho Elementary School. Now, two more suicides of young Apparent suicides, anyway, of young teachers working at elementary schools were reported on Friday, further fueling uh, teachers' anger. The exact causes of the deaths, uh, the two recent ones, are yet to be disclosed. However, uh, the teachers believe these suicides or apparent suicides were related to excessive stress caused by demanding parents. Uh, the education ministry has warned against the collective action. However, some regional education officers have expressed uh, support uh, for the protest, including. The uh, Seoul Education Office as well. The Education Minister Ijo has asked teachers, meanwhile, to refrain from collective action, uh, but he also at the same time vowed measures to enhance their rights and authority in the classroom. Now, the planned rally is basically an extension of what teachers have been doing every Saturday uh, since the Sotho Elementary School teacher took her own life. Last Saturday, so basically two days ago, organizers of the rally claimed uh, some 200,000 teachers. Uh, attended over the weekend, which was the highest number since the weekly uh, rallies began. Um, meanwhile, the ruling party and the government held a meeting over the weekend as well to discuss uh, response measures to today's planned rally. Uh, they have vowed to promptly push forward with uh, comprehensive measures to restore teachers' authority uh, in the classroom as well as other educational um, reforms as well. So the government is on the side of the teachers in, uh, in uh, the same hopes that they have more authority and more rights in the classroom, mm -hmm. but at the same time, they are kind of calling for some restraints uh, when it comes to today's, uh, base, what is basically a collective action. All right, we'll leave it there for now as we move on to our second keyword of the day. Tactical nuclear attack. So, of course, Seoul and Washington wrapped its 11-day exercise Thursday, and North Korea continues to send a message to the world that they're not happy about it. So, North Korea says it has conducted a simulated tactical nuclear attack drill that includes two long-range cruise missiles. What's the latest? Right, so state media said the drill was to, quote, warn enemies uh, the country would be prepared in case of nuclear war. The KCNA said the drill was successfully carried out on Saturday and two cruise missiles carrying mock nuclear warheads were fired towards the West Sea. The missiles were reported to have flown uh, 1,500 kilometers at a preset altitude of 150 meters. 
the North added that uh, it was a counteraction drill in response to the joint military activity by the US and South Korean forces, the Uti Freedom Shield, namely. Uh, Pyongyang also said it would bolster its military deterrence against the Allies as well. Now, South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said an unspecified number of cruise missiles were launched, uh, adding the specifications of the missiles were being evaluated. But the JCS uh, doubted North Korea's claims that it did actually successfully carry out its simulated tactical uh, nuclear strike mission. Um, in a separate report, Kim Jong-un apparently visited a big shipbuilding factory and a munitions plant. He said these places are important for making uh, the North's military stronger. Mm. Uh, and he mentioned that a future meeting of their workers' party would talk about how to make these places better and improve the country's uh, shipbuilding industry as well. So some more rhetoric coming out from the North Korean leader, hinting of possibly more provocations down the line as well. All right. Uh, and turning our attention to the economy section, uh, China's economy was meant to drive a third of the global economic growth this year, according to many pundits. Now, what's been happening is counter to that projection. This is our third keyword of the day. China slowdown. So the Financial Times is warning that China's economic slowdown is causing ripple effects across Asia, including South Korea. Seoul's finance minister, however, is downplaying concerns. Uh, Chu Kyung-ho is saying that uh, China rice will have a limited impact on the local economy. That's right. Now, the article is titled China's economic slowdown reverberates across Asia. It states that countries that have closed ties with China, for example, South Korea, are experiencing a decrease in consumer demand as well as a manufacturing slowdown. Now, for example, it did note uh, that South Korea's manufacturing slump has extended into its longest in nearly half a century, while other big Eastern uh, East Asian uh, exporters have also been hit by slow demand. Uh, FT reported that Korea in particular is considered a bellwether for the direction of the regional technology supply chain, but the report said the country's Exports fell in July at the sharpest pace in more than three years, led by smaller shipments of computer chips to China. Uh, Japan uh, has also been showing a slowdown for five consecutive months. Uh, Taiwan, uh, as well, is witnessing signs of decreased uh, production and overseas demand, as reported by uh, FT. Southeast Asia and Australia are also not immune to these effects either. Um, in a sign that slowing global demand is weighing more heavily on the Chinese economy, China's manufacturing sector contracted for the fifth consecutive month in August, according to official data. Also, experts say the collapse of the real estate market in China will not be reversed quickly and that conditions may worsen uh, before they improve, considering that real estate um, takes up about a third of China's mm. total GDP. It certainly is a cause for concern. But... Uh, as you said, Korea's uh, finance minister, Chu Kyung-ho, said the country does not expect the current real estate crisis in China to have a direct impact on the Korean economy. He explained that domestic financial institutions in Korea had already been cautious about investing in the Chinese real estate market and that had the, and they had invested only a small amount of money in Chinese property uh, developers. So the repercussions won't be that uh, grand. Mm -hmm. Now, the Korean government is monitoring 
Meanwhile, various economic indicators and expects China to announce measures to address the real estate crisis um, as well. So uh, we'll have to see uh, if and to what extent the ripple effects uh, are of China's slowdown across Asia and here in Korea. I think you're right to point out that, I mean, there is enough numbers indicating that the real estate market collapse doesn't have a direct impact on South Korea, but it's a cyclical thing, isn't it? I mean, China's imports are down, their economy is not doing strong. This means major global firms ranging from banks, chip makers are taking a cautious stance against investing in China. So that means investments are down and the local economy is struggling. So what kind of effect does that have on South Korea's economy? That still needs to be measured. Right. The certain kind of just real estate collapse uh, certainly doesn't mean a direct impact on the Korean economy, but what that uh, real estate collapse causes mm-hmm. in terms of other economic factors in the country will also probably have uh, uh, an indirect or possibly direct uh, impact on the Korean mm-hmm. economy in, in terms of exports as well uh, down the line. But of course, we'll have to wait and see. All right. Uh, one of these days, we might say the economy is back. Uh, actually, if you look at the <laughs> right. news cycle, that has been said never. It's only in retrospect we yeah. say, oh, I, I suppose now that the time has passed, our economy was kind of strong during this point yeah. in time. And there was never a headline yeah. that said, we're doing really, really excellent. <laughs> right. There's always been uh, hopes of an economic recovery, <laughs> but that uh, recovery hasn't come yet, unfortunately. All right, let's move on to our fourth keyword of the day. Freedom Online Coalition. So South Korea is in talks with the United States to join the Freedom Online Coalition. This is an intergovernmental body established to promote freedom and human rights in the digital realm. It must be said it is led mostly by Western allies. Tell us the details. Right. So uh, South Korea is now officially uh, a member, according to the FOC, of uh, the FOC. Now, uh, the FOC announced uh, South Korea's uh, membership, recognizing the country's active participation uh, in discussions and debates related to uh, digital technology in recent years and its dedication to cyber diplomacy. That was the uh, kind of statement made on the FOC website. Uh, It describes South Korea's commitment to multilateral initiatives, including its participation in the Summit for Democracy uh, this year, as well as the hosting of the summit next year, as evidence of its determination to uphold uh, democratic values. Now, the FSC was launched uh, way back in 2011 with the aim of protecting and promoting online freedoms at home and abroad. Most of its members are Western nations, including the US and Asia, Japan and Mongolia, Uh, our members, and now South Korea is among them. Uh, The FOC releases joint statements on specific digital issues to consolidate member countries' uh, shared opinions and raise international awareness of these matters. Uh, The organization also speaks out when serious online human rights violations occur in specific regions as well. Now, South Korea has been preparing for FOC membership uh, since last year uh, in April during President Yoon's a state visit to the U.S. Uh, Korea expressed its intention to join the FOC. Uh, Foreign Minister Park Jin uh, welcomed uh, Korea's membership. Uh, Korea's participation is seen as a commitment to strengthening ties with Western countries mm-hmm. in uh, cyberspace as well. So this kind of adds to the efforts of the UN administration to uh, seek close, uh, closer ties and a stronger alliance with the U.S. All right. And with that, we move on to our final keyword of the day. 
Record power consumption. Does it surprise you? I mean, the sweltering heat, uh, we had right. to tackle it somehow. And it was not just the heat, it was the humidity. Uh, the prolonged heat wave in Korea during August has led to significant increase in electricity usage, despite its higher prices reaching record levels for the summer season. Run us through the details. Yeah, uh, the uh, increased demand is attributed, of course, uh, obviously to higher electricity consumption for air conditioning, specifically uh, in households and businesses. Uh, you and I met yesterday outdoors, <laughs> and it was still hot, and we're in the early uh, this, uh, September when the weather is supposed to cool off, yeah. but uh, it certainly hasn't been that way, unfortunately. Now, uh, especially, of course, with electricity prices having increased as well significantly uh, over the past year, households use Using, say 20% more electricity uh, in August compared to the same month last year can expect electricity bills to rise by more than 70% reaching the 110,001 range. I certainly got a surprise with my electricity bill last <laughs> month. Uh, it was about uh, 60 to 70,001 more than usual in the summer months. So yeah, that uh, certainly put a bit of a burden on my uh, wallet. <laughs> now, uh, according to the energy industry, there was a provisional increase in the amount of electricity traded on the Korea Power Exchange during last month, reaching a staggering 51,000 gigawatt hours. Now, this marks the highest trading volume ever witnessed during uh, any summer season. It also signifies the first annual increase in monthly electricity transactions compared to the same period um, last year. Now, this increase in electricity demand in August was significant, uh, given that industrial electricity usage, which accounts for approximately 55% of total demand, has actually remained stable due to economic factors. So, the industrial side of things hasn't really changed much, but of course there's been a significant boost in consumption when it comes to uh, homes mm. and businesses. They're basically using more air conditioning than before. Uh, the increase in electricity bills coupled with uh, rising international energy prices is adding to the financial burden on households mm. and small businesses, of course. Um, however, it is worth noting that Korea's electricity rates are still relatively low compared to many other developed countries uh, but uh, does that mean it gets any less expensive <laughs> i mean we can compare with other countries as much as we like but for our for your average consumer here in korea uh, domestically it certainly still is uh, quite ex uh, expensive uh, mm. at the moment uh, from an environmental perspective yes we understand why you make this comparisons to other oecd countries namely germany and japan uh, why our electricity prices are quote-unquote affordable however that doesn't change the fact that you're right regular consumers like you and i feel the burden yeah. it doesn't mean in in other uh, sectors things aren't more expensive in korea yeah. namely my produce um, bill is out yeah. of this world <laughs> <laughs> yeah just uh Things across the board are getting more expensive <laughs> and uh, the heat wave is still hot. So I think for this month's bill as well, uh, some most people will likely see an increased uh, electricity bill, unfortunately, for the month of September as well. But of course, we'll have to see. Thank you so much for today's coverage. Uh, stay cool. We'll see you tomorrow. You too. Stay cool. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.